Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, it's October, the month where we go looking for frights and thrills, but I don't always love how we get our scares. Prisons and old psychiatric hospitals specifically are already scary realities for millions of people. But even if they're closed down, is it ethical to visit places where terrible things have happened just to feel entertained? I'm with Hope Corrigan, a journalist who's been wondering the same thing. It's Wednesday, October 5th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. It's spooky season. I love this time of year, but uh, there's spooky attractions that y- you can't really get behind. Um, what's prison tourism? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. Um, so around the United States, there are, are quite a few um, defunct prisons that are now used as tourist attractions for the public to come in and walk around. Some of them are museums and some of them skew more towards entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I have just written an article about this for the Marshall Project because it struck me as really interesting that some places like Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia have treated uh, prison tourism with more, I would say, respect than other places in the United States. Um, And a lot of the places that I researched have this kind of paranormal, spooky um, feel to how they present the the prison to the public. One of the sites that you mentioned is a tourist destination for Pittsburghers, and it's the West Virginia uh, Penitentiary. It's like an hour away from here. Can you tell us more about that place and why you chose to include it in your article? Yeah, absolutely. So West Virginia Penitentiary um, has a defunct electric chair and they invite mm-hmm. visitors to um, come and, and tour the tour the old penitentiary and you can sit in the defunct electric chair and take photos. And so so this isn't one of the locations that you think does things respectfully. Correct. I, I do feel it's more of a spectacle than yeah. a, a scholarly telling of history. Um, they also have a, an escape the pen escape room style game where players have um, one hour to quote stay of execution granted by the governor. And I and I feel you know given the history of the death penalty and incarceration in America and knowing what we know about how how many black and brown people have been. Um, unjustly executed by the state, I do feel like that's rather inappropriate. For it's, it's it's still happening, and I don't think that's something I'd necessarily want to experience. Right, and it, exactly. And with children, I also feel that that's not exactly the message that we should be giving to children when it comes to incarceration and the penal system in the U.S. Are children allowed to tour that? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. And on, I believe on the uh, TripAdvisor page, there are children, uh, there are pictures of children uh, sitting in the electric chair, smiling. I mean, people bring their children to this place. Yeah. So why are people starting to rethink these kinds of attractions? (laughs) Well, it's been a long time coming. And I think that, um, you know, places such as the new Sing Sing Prison Museum and Sing Mm. Sing is a really famous prison in upstate New York. Um, there, I spoke with the executive director of that forthcoming prison museum, and there is a movement, I feel, to kind of 
reshape how we're talking about mass incarceration and the history of prisons in America. And places such as the Sing Sing Prison Museum, you know, as Brent Glass, the executive director, told me, are not pandering to voyeurism. Mm. And they really want to make sure that, you know, the Sing Sing is part of New York and the U- and U.S. history. And so they want to make sure that they're telling the story of that prison, you know, respectfully and um, truthfully. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there are some places like Eastern State Penitentiary that has a really well done um, exhibit about mass incarceration. At the end of the tour, they are, you know, kind of just rethinking how they're presenting the topic to the public and in a, in a very respectful way. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do have to be honest though, that this time of year, you know, you hear about paranormal activity tours and, and in, in abandoned spaces like these, I, I understand the attraction. Um, why are these problematic though? Especially if they're locations that have maybe been closed for at the minimum decades. Well, the idea is that this is, these are places where people have suffered and, we, if we think about them in that sunset, you know, whether it was just or unjust, whether the person was guilty or not guilty, mm-hmm. um, this is a place of suffering and this is a place where families were separated. And, you know, people really should think about how we memorialize the past in that sense. And, you know, I, I raised the question to the executive director of Eastern State Penitentiary of should we be memorializing these these locations like we do a concentration camp or a plantation. Um, And I think that it's a question that everybody has to ask themselves of, you know, do we want to gamify and do we want to have these places be spooky and paranormal when these were people's family members that were mm -hmm. there and we don't know the background of how they got there, whether they were maybe perhaps wrongly incarcerated. And we, really shouldn't perhaps go to these places and expect to have fun. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. You mentioned Eastern State Penitentiary in Philly on the other end of our state. Um, We had Western Penn. Mm -hmm. I know that place was really known for its annual its annual haunted house. So do you know what they're doing now or how how if anything has changed? Yeah. So Eastern State Penitentiary has actually changed um, their Halloween programming. And so they used to have an event called Terror Behind the Walls. 
And it was this big haunted house. And, you know, by all accounts, it was very fun. And it was very spooky. And they had evil doctors and a jailbreak and um, like zombie inmates and everything. And they have, as part of their shift in programming, reshaped how they, that event goes. And it's now more optical illusions, um, live performances, and they've dropped the gore. And yeah. so it's still a huge attraction in, in Philadelphia and for people around the state, but it's less, um, jump scares and less, um, you know, it, it's more to emphasize the educational. And I think that that's part of what they, and I, I do believe they're trying to make it more kid friendly in a way. Yeah. Um, so there's still, you know, they've got bars and food and everything. So it, it's still a huge event, but they have just changed the, I guess the, the way that it's being presented a little bit. And we have a lot of places in and around Pittsburgh that have that unsettling um, or painful history, like former prisons and other places. There's uh, Western Penitentiary, like I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. former state prison. It's empty and abandoned now. But um, there's also an old tuberculosis hospital that became a mental hospital, and now it's converted into low-income senior housing. But it Mm -hmm. was considered like a haunted location in Pittsburgh. there's old psychiatric hospital nearby in West Virginia that has paranormal tours. What are the best ways to repurpose um, spaces like this? Like what what should be done with them if, uh, you know, if tours like this are a little unethical? Yeah. I, I mean, I think it just, it kind of depends on the history of the place. I mean, some people, and, and this is really not for me to, to say or decide, but I mean, some people would say, tear the whole thing down and build a school, mm-hmm. tear the whole thing down and build affordable housing. Um, you know, and some people would say, well, you know, we can keep it up and have it be educational or we can keep it up and we can have it be, um, you know, just an abandoned space in our town. I mean, I think it, I think it depends and I think it depends on the town, but I, I do think that there should be a lot of thought put into it. Yeah. And I think that if it was a place of suffering, uh, maybe the, the town leadership should think twice about turning it into a place of spectacle. How did you get into, uh, into this sort of thing? So, um, I, for a long time, I have, known about the Angola Prison Rodeo, which is an event that happens at Louisiana State Penitentiary every year. And it's a rodeo put on by the prison officials that inmates can participate in. And I It's still am, it's still an an open and active prison. Yes. Yes, mm. definitely. Um and you know, I wanted to go ahead and, and point this out, but in Clint Smith's uh he's a historian in his book How the Word is Passed, he visits Louisiana State Penitentiary and goes on this tour at the prison that's built on a former slave plantation. And he there's a gift shop, they have this rodeo, and it is just wild. Um, and it is- a, What do they, what do they, I, I, I don't even know where to begin with the questions. What do they sell at the gift shop and what's the rodeo about? They sell branded t-shirts. They have a koozie that says Angola, a gated community. Um, they have shot glasses, they have- things that you would find in any souvenir shop. Um, And the rodeo is um, for incarcerated men. They have no prior training. Thousands of visitors come and they participate in these rodeo um, 
events. One of them is called the poker game, where officials will release a bull into an area where the men are seated at a table, and the last man seated at the table is awarded $500. And it's it's not they're not forced to participate in the rodeo, but it is exploitative because mm-hmm. you know money is hard to come by when you're in prison, and so. Um, you know, the 2022 rodeo sold out. Um, I have known about that uh, event for quite a while. I'm from the South. And so I've had, you know, when I was little, people would take their children there. And so that got me thinking about other examples of prison tourism in America. And I, once I started looking, I found dozens and dozens and dozens. That's shocking that there's that many and that, um, yeah. I don't I that doesn't sound like an attraction to me at all. It sounds like something that is a you know, you're you're one mistake away from that almost being your reality in right. America. Absolutely. Um, and and I will say that at Eastern State Penitentiary, the exhibit on mass incarceration really highlights that. Um and that we are all one mistake away from that being our reality or for our family members and you know millions and millions of people do have incarcerated family members mm-hmm. in the United States and so i think it's just pausing and thinking about you know if your family member was incarcerated and suffered or even died in prison would you want people going there taking photos and taking their children and and really having it be fun a fun time if someone's looking to get um I don't know, some more ethical scares this season, what would you recommend? Um, You know, there's lots of haunted houses, right, in every town. And I think that that is a totally fine way to go. I mean, to bring kids to a haunted house and, and a lot of places just host haunted houses, you know, like sometimes I I know in my hometown, um, we had one that was like kind of put on by a church and it was fun and it was, and it was great. And then, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that just seeking out, you know, places in, in your town that are, you know, don't have baggage and don't have this painful history is the best way to go. And I think that that's probably very accessible in most towns. Hope Corgan is a journalist. You can read our article, Rethinking Prison Tourism in the Marshall Project. We'll include a link in our show notes. Hope, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Morgan. Some more news before you go. The city just finished fixing up a $4.7 million sewage outfall, which is basically a big sewage pipe. It's near Hazelwood Green, and it'll carry about 400 million gallons of raw sewage and stormwater. That means less will end up in the river, and officials say it'll prevent basement backups in neighborhoods like Oakland, Squirrel Hill, and Hazelwood, where I know there are a large population of Pittsburgh potties. And good news for all of you art and history lovers out there. The society that works to preserve those large Vonka murals at St. Nicholas Church in Millville just got a huge grant. If you're not familiar with those murals, they're kind of famous works of art that were painted in the 30s and 40s with messages about injustice and greed. They're really stunning, but they've gotten weather damage over the years. So the group that's been maintaining them just got half a million dollars from a federal program that's designed to save America's treasures. I just love how this local gem is getting national recognition. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you didn't think our show was 
sewage. I don't know. Tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then. Okay, it was supposed to be a joke, but if you didn't get it, cool.